everyone, I'm Michelle. And I'm DJ. And this is Roses and Rejections, a podcast where we a podcast on the Pop Break Network where we talk about all things Bachelor Nation. It's been a minute, huh? It's been a minute. Quite. Oh, oh my god, did you say you're Michelle? I'm Michelle. You're the Michelle. I'm the Michelle. The one where all of the all of the videos of the men going, Michelle! 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 I really want that as like my ringtone. We could like play it on their shows and intro. It's oh, like, love that. hey everyone, I'm Michelle! <laughs> I would love that. It's like my favorite thing. <laughs> yeah, well, this is, the, this is the first, I believe it's the first Michelle Bachelorette. I don't think there's been a Michelle before. I mean, as far as I Someone's know, someone's gonna like saying. correct me, but like whatever. But I, yeah, yeah, I'm pretty. Also, sure. Also, we just finished watching the episode, the first episode the of se- Michelle's season, season nineteen, right? Oh. Premiere of the Bachelorette, I think. Whatever. Um, yeah, exciting stuff. Yeah. Um, yes. It was thirty guys. Yes, it was thirty guys. Yep. Michelle is flawless as. As we knew. We yeah. knew she was, like, perfect. Caitlin and Tasha have returned in their guest, co-guest roles yes. for this season of The Bachelor. Having some fun times. Yeah. And we got some nice boys to talk about. Yes. And some not-so-nice boys to talk about. Also, yes. The whole range of boys. So many boys. Um, so let's get started. So we get the lovely intro package of Michelle. Yes. Uh, I thought this one was sweet. Yeah. Uh, it, uh go to her classroom in Minnesota where she teaches and they have her students there. Mm-hmm. And, um, boy, she's a teacher for those of you who yeah. don't know. And don't worry. The show they, loves reminding they you. They beat you over the head with the, f- that's like her shtick. Like everyone has yeah. a, their shtick. Like Peter had the windmill thing yeah. and he was a pilot. And a pilot. Yeah. And, um, Colton was a football player and a virgin. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone, everyone had something. Yeah. Katie had the dildo. Yeah. <laughs> So that sex was about positive, it. yeah. Oh, sex positive. Well, yeah. The, eh. Yeah, and so Michelle's two traits, because these leads can only have one or two maximum traits, are teacher and basketball. basketball. And yes. that's it. That's it. Teacher, basketball. Throwing some biracial there to, you know. But that's that's not like her trait. That's just what right, she is. Right, that's what she is. Biracial, biracial. yes. Um, so, I mean, to be fair, when it was uh, Matt's season, one of his traits was black. Yes. Like, that might have been his the, only trait. It was like. Black guy. And um, Trevor's friend. Those were his, like, two things. Who? Not Trevor. Um, Tyler. Tyler. Was, I was, yeah, <laughs> sorry, sorry. I was like, who? He was uh, Tyler's friend was his, like, mm. other trait. Um, so we get in the classroom and she's teaching. It's very sweet. I always feel... Um, you remember Nick's season of The Bachelor? Uh, yes. Veronica. She yes. was a teacher in Canada. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. I always feel very touch and go when they bring like the kids into it yeah because i'm like is it a little exploity but like it there are like sweet parts to it i don't think so what i liked about this more than the the thing with nick vial's season yeah so this was just like they showed her teaching a little something that wasn't related to bachelor at all so it was like math it was math math. i was like it was math because it had numbers also Digital whiteboard, which was the coolest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, it was pretty clutch. Anyway. She she was teaching a nice school district. Yeah, yeah. So she was she was teaching the class math, and then it just showed her like sitting with them and talking with them yeah. for like a little bit. It wasn't too long. Yeah, they so, didn't need up too much time with them. Right. But also but I think it was good because it didn't that it didn't feel so exploited to me. I get yeah. me feeling there's a little feeling of oh it's weird because like you're putting all these cameras in this classroom and yeah. it's not normal to these kids. Yeah. But um 
the one cute you remember, the cute bit that we got out yeah, of that the one was little like, boy. Well, well, first she goes, "How many guys do you think I'm going to be dating?" Oh yeah, well, kid's and like eight, eight, and and then she goes thirty, and they're like, "Wow, thirty. And one of the kids was like, "I can't even imagine." Um, kissing 30 boys. Um, that she's going to be uh, kissing 30 or dating 30 boys. Oh, I, thought, I thought I said kissing. I think, oh, yeah. No, she just said kissing. Kissing. that's how kids think about it. Yeah. Kids think of it as like, oh, you're going to be kissing and yeah. stuff. going to be kissing 30 boys. And yeah. she said boys. And I like, I was like, that's adorable. Yeah. It's like definitely, that's what it was like. It was like kind of genuine. because like, that's how kids. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> can you imagine one of the kids? I hope all the men are there for the right reasons. <laughs> like one kid who's like real... <laughs> Your Kid mom Ryan. watches The Bachelor, doesn't she? Kid Ryan? Kid Ryan. <laughs> so we'll, we'll get there. Uh, someone who's real read up. But it, it was fine. And you're so right that because they didn't linger on it and they kind of jumped off after like four or five minutes, it was like, all right, in and out, we're done. Yeah. Like, good. And then they went to her parents. and Soup. Oh, my God. So loving. And the thing that she said that stuck out to me on this was that she was saying how... Uh, she won't settle for anything less than like what her parents have. Yeah. Because her parents set like a great example. And what was really nice about seeing this that was a little different from what we saw in Matt James season is that like it's it's like a steady, strong kind of parents relationship. Yeah, they weren't leaning into the the black father who left. Yeah, the I don't know what I would call it. Like not like it's a, like a trope. It's like a it's like a false narrative, it I is. would almost say. Yeah. yeah. Like, there's plenty, there's scores and scores of black men who, like, have families and stuff like yes, that. Yes, of right? course. So, but, you know, the... Anyway, we've talked before about the indelicacy of mainstream media in handling this. Yes. But you're right, it was good. It's right, it's like biracial, our parents yeah. love each other. And the, it was like, it was very, like, you could tell that they're very, like, passionate about yeah. each other. And not, like, leaning in too hard to any like stereotype thing at all like i think one thing that's really good is that they're able to like strike this balance where like you know just like showing you the family as like individuals and not as like stereotypes on a whiteboard which i yeah. think is a mm-hmm. good thing right um so then they show her traveling yeah and then playing basketball playing basketball being a teacher so like it's it's so funny how just like the basketball she's like uh, so she's doing like the dribble that she did in the promo, yeah, yeah. like shooting it from everywhere. And she played basketball in high school. Yeah, I and can't she remember. Played it like college. all growing up. Yeah, yeah. I, but I, she made like these shots from like like these easily three pointers. Oh yeah, like, nearing half court. Yeah, like, yeah. These thirty foot shots yeah. that just like dimes. Yeah, and she so. just it was like damn. Yeah, she's like, she's good at basketball. Yeah. It's not just like a thing. I'm interesting. I forget who she was talking to about this, or I think it was she was addressing all the men toward the end of the night, and she's like, you know, oh, I'm like really looking for my person, blah blah blah, and she's like, I was always picked last at prom, but I was picked first on the basketball team. Mm-hmm. As this thing where it's like, and she talked about it when she was with her family, but like. It was always, like, sports or academics first. And, like, relationships always took a back burner. And she yeah. could never, like, find that. Which, this is, like, literally, you know, whether it's true or not. I'm not saying whether it's true or not. But, like, every lead has, like, this version of the story. Where, like, it's, like, Mad Libs. Like, <laughs> noun always came before relationships. <laughs> and I had to verb in order to verb overcome blah, 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 blah. So, yeah. 
adjective noun. Like, right. it's, it's a, but like, whatever. Like, it, it's her story. Like, I'm on board. I'm not saying anything. It's just funny how, like, this literally always comes up with, like, every, every single lead. Right. Um, you know, like, even Tasha when she came in late. It's like, I never was able to find the right thing. It's like, <laughs> really, Tasha? Like, I think we saw you pretty good. Um, but anyway, so, um, that was the background. And then we start meeting some of the men. Yes. Um, as always, we will not go over every single guy because there's 30 men and they did not all have interesting intros. I have to say something, and I'd like to get your take on this. Oh. Um, so for those who are listening to us, we watch The Bachelor and Bachelor together. You know, together. We're like a family, right? How we do that. Um, okay. I, no, I don't know, I don't know where this is thing. going. I don't know why I'm doing this. <laughs> um, and we talk about the show as we're watching it, right? Yes. And I didn't bring this up. But I am finding... I found none of the men particularly remarkable. Particularly like no, remarkable? Or like standouts, yeah. I'm just mm. like, there go the 30 men. And I think some of this played out in, in the first night, but it's like, there go the 30 men. And, you know, and they were the 30 men. Um, by the way, I'm realizing this now. I have up the Bachelorette cast page. They are so fast. The men who are eliminated are already gone. There... Because these are not all 30... There are, there's one person to me who stood, well, there's people who stand out for different reasons, but there's one person who I think stands out in the way that you said he stands out, and we'll get there. We'll get there. Okay. Um, but no, I'm just looking at the page, and I'm like, these aren't all 30. It's because they already kicked out the guys yeah. who didn't make it. Did they wow, already ABC, do that? I think so. There's six plus five. Eleven. Twelve. That's 28. Oh, no. Are these all of them? Yeah, I think it is. Whatever. Any, it's, um, it's late, guys. <laughs> you know what? Because I thought there were two guys from New Jersey on here. No, there's uh, just there's, the one guy from Newark. Google lied to me. Um, so, anyway, anyway, anyway. Uh, so there were all the guys. Um, I don't know. Is there, you just want to call yes, out ones? Um, there's, yeah. I'm just going to go through the ones that I decided made sense to make note of. Let's do it. So, the, there's a guy who came out. His name is Jack. Jack Russell. Jack Russell. And... The reason I point this out is because he said it at the same time that I said it, like the dog. Jack Russell, like the dog. So too- and, he, and he's like, like a do- and like a dog, I can be loyal, I can be your best friend. And I was like, this is, this is what you want to compare yourself to a dog? And loyalty is a big thing, I feel No, but like. Being called a dog in a relationship is not good. I feel like if she was a dog person, it works better. Like, remember how Claire was like, oh my god, a dog yeah. is everything. And Katie with her cat. Yes. With cat or cats. It was like, oh, I love so much. And and that's why Connor came dressed as a cat, because she yes. knew she was a cat. Oh, Connor. So, if, if you're really into dogs, then I think that makes sense. But that's not one of her two tropes. That's my point. So, it's not... <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, so, it doesn't work here. Um, also... If your last name is Russell, Jack's parents, don't name your son Jack. <laughs> Just like as a, a rule. Feels like a cruel joke. Any other name? Name him Russell. You mentioned Russell Russell. Russell. Russ Russell. My name is Russ, Russ Russell. <laughs> uh, I would get a name change. Maybe Jack should get a name change. But um, uh, Jack was nice. He came out in like the white jacket, right? What? Yes, he, lo- he was the one who looked like a waiter. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. It's you like... White jacket with black bow tie... Okay, everyone listening. White jacket, black bow tie, black pants, you look like a waiter. I don't care who you are, you're gonna look like a waiter. Like, at least to a black tie, then you're kind of doing a, like a James Bond. But, like, 
black bow tie and white jacket? That's a waiter. Like, come on. That's true. Okay, next. Next guy. Clayton. We gonna talk about Clayton? Yeah, because right. this is the guy who I think is, like, the one guy. Like, the standout guy. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Well, like, in my opinion, he's the one who we were, like... Damn, look at his jawline. Oh my god, he has dimples. Wow, he's like really like attractive. So let's talk about Clayton. Um, all correct points, by the way, regarding mm-hmm. Clayton. Mm-hmm. Uh, I agree Very with all those things. He He's built like um he was built like the Virgin. Colton? Colton. Yeah, similar build. Um probably because they're both football players. That's true. Clayton did play football. Yes. Uh, for Mizzou. Uh, he's from Columbia, Missouri. He has a jawline you could chisel rock with. Maybe if it, your name starts with C and ends with ton, you're just like gonna be built like that. Maybe it's someone you come out of the womb with like that's a Clayton um, or Colton or Colton. For those who listened to our previous episode or has read the news, uh, he is, and this is the new phrasing how they're uh, going with it. The they, I mean, like the media sites, Variety Entertainment, etc rumored to be the next bachelor because abc has still not confirmed it they won't they won't confirm it until the season's over they're not going to drop that while they're currently doing like hosting someone else you know and and we talked about this how the mayor of columbia was like excited to have players yeah yeah, yeah. uh but yes he he certainly stands out i can see why he's the next bachelor we were joking he like checks all the boxes he's white Yep. He played football. He's attractive. Yeah. He's from Missouri. Close with his mom. Close with his mom. Blah, blah, like, blah, all blah, these blah, boxes. Blah. He might be a nice guy. I'm sure we'll get to know him. I'm curious how he makes it far, if he makes it far. Because I didn't get like that connection between him and Michelle. Um, but I don't know. Um, so yeah, Clayton. We'll, uh, we'll keep an eye on Clayton. I would say, if you are one of those people like us who play in any kind of... Um, Rose to Rose or Rose week to week fantasy league any kind of those bachelor pools or anything just pick Clayton every week Clayton's pretty safe yeah I just think just go with him every week until fantasy suites and you're probably like good yeah. to go so unless something like happens but I would say for now just kind of auto click that every week I'm probably just going to go into future weeks in our league and just be like Clayton 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 so yeah so okay so that was Clayton and again I think he's the only one who to me is like the standout guy um Chris is the guy who came out in the uh, in the short. He came out of the school bus. Yeah, in the shorts and the backpack and stuff, and and like was talking about how um, he's hoping to get an A in her class, but he would be okay giving her the D. Long pause. Everyone cringed, and then he goes. Diamond! I meant diamond! That's what the D stands for. And she was like, I was thinking detention. And I was like, yeah, Michelle. Did he get a rose? I think so. I gotta pull up the rose list. Yeah, I didn't I didn't make a list and we only just finished. I'll uh, check. Continue filming. and I'll, I'll, yep. I'll Google it. Okay, after um, that is LT. Yeah, LT. Mm-hmm. LT came out in uh, his underwear but it was like tuxedo yeah, underwear. That was terrible. Like, you know, tuxedo t-shirts, but like imagine like a speedo with not, that. Not much going on down there. I gotta say. Um, the, gotta, I know, uh, but the funny thing was, um, okay, so we got all the jokes. The that man's got balls jokes uh, yeah. and the uh, whatever. But my favorite was <laughs> Tasha went to Caitlin and was like, 
the man forgot his pants, Caitlin. And I just started cracking up. <laughs> They're so funny. Um, okay. Chris did get a rose. Okay. Both Chris's got roses. Great. I can't believe it. I have the list of who went home. Um, so Rick, the next guy was the table that rolled up with the little silver Rick, platter. I love Rick. This was Rick. There's a second page. There's he, everyone um, else. He had... Uh, it was like one of those things where you had to reveal the dish under the silver platter kind of thing. Yeah, it was on a silver platter under the silver, silver dome Dome deal. thing, yeah. yeah. And like his head was under there and they left. Um, he, um, what, what they, I love this. I saw this on Twitter. I, I, I didn't catch it live on TV because there was like a lot of noise going on at once. But like when he's rolled in and they reveal it to the guys, he says to the guys, it's spooky season, bitches. I love it. Which, like, oh my god, Rick. I, if this guy's a jokester, if he's like, get Connor energy, I'm like, all here for it. Same. All that same. Um, also, I want that to be my phrase when I roll up into places. It's spooky yeah. season, bitches. It's spooky season, bitches. By the way, real quick, just to go back real quick, Jack did not get a rose. So the dog thing didn't work. Sorry, Jack Russell. Better luck next time. Russell, Russell. Um, <laughs> the next the next guy, uh, Ryan, pulled up in an ice cream truck. And honestly, that might have been the shtick that impressed Michelle the most. Yeah. She seemed like really like loved the idea of an ice cream truck. And I think it also could have to do with the fact that it seemed like it was really hot outside. <laughs> And I say this because, like, there were multiple shots where when people were outside, like, they were sweating. So we should mention this. Um, they're on a resort again. Now, this resort looks like it's a way smaller footprint. So it's in California. It's got, like, a pool and, like, what would you say, like, a 30 or so story, like, hotel building? Yeah, probably. It seems like it's, like, one of those, like, southern, like, SoCal high-rises. Um, there have been rumors, and again, like, all rumors and stuff. Rumors. Um, we need like a, a like a sound button that when we say rumors is like rumors. Uh, that they did go on location for some dates. Okay. So there might be some traveling, but regardless, they're not at the mansion. Uh, what what was your theory you said for why? So I think that they still need to be sleeping in individual rooms. That was it, right? Because like yeah. at the mansion, they're all like on top of it's each like other. bunk beds in the mansion. It is bunk beds. Remember that one guy who fell off and yeah. broke? Well, I don't know, broke his nose, but like hurt himself yeah, real hurt bad. Himself. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Um. But I think that for that reason, they're still having the guys in their own rooms. Yeah. For that, honestly, that must be great for them. I know. You know, yeah. like. Um. So anyway, so so yeah, it, it, it's Southern California in July. They were like melting. Somehow Michelle wasn't sweating. I wonder if every like five minutes she they was, just she was sweating in that one scene that we saw with Ryan. Yes. Because I remember being like, she looks looks hot. Yeah, <laughs> like. Yeah. Um, I realized we forgot to talk about the. The bit that happens at the beginning of... Before they introduce the guys. Which bit? With Michelle and Tisha. I don't remember this With bit the already. rooms. Yes, you do. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Really quick. So, before... There was an in-between of where they were start. They were starting to show some of the guys. And it was before the introductions with the limo. And while they were doing that, um, I, I compared it to... Oh. Tasha and Caitlin were doing a Room Raiders. I never heard of this okay. show before. It's apparently an old show on MTV. Yeah, so there was an old show on MTV that was called Room Raiders, and what would happen is that um, this a person would be selected to go on a date with not go on a date, but like raid the rooms of three separate people, 
and he would go into their room and like investigate their room without them knowing when it was going to happen. So like they would like he'd like like if it was a guy he'd see all the girls stuff and like I remember the girls would always look for like condoms and junk like that and it was just very ridiculous. So it's basically what they did. So Caitlin and oh and they had a spy kit by the way. Like, they had a spy kit to go in. I'm watching with. a clip on YouTube, and this is just screaming 90s energy. I mean, it was like, old. It was an old screaming show. Screaming it into my face. Yeah. I loved this show. This is, oh, oh my god, this is like the thing nightmares are made of. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so like, they would <laughs> they the would hell? talk about like how messy the room was and stuff like that, and like all this stuff. It's creepy, this guy's just walking through this girl's room. Oh, man. This is... Woof. Anyway, so they do a Room Raiders. Yeah, so they go into the room and they tell... The, basically, they showed this with three different guys. And they tell the guy to, the guys to leave while they go through their stuff, pretty much. Which, a little creepy, but, like, sure, whatever. I have a theory, but we'll, we'll talk about um, it. And then... So they, they do with the first two guys. I can't remember who the first two guys are. Yeah, it but it didn't matter. Nothing comes of it. Right. They were just like, oh, those guys are nice. Then they do Ryan and Ryan is the one who had the ice cream truck and the reason that we point this out is because while they were investigating Ryan's suitcase they found two folders full of notes about what like the bachelorette is like a breakdown of it how to act on the bachelorette yeah tropes from tropes from previous seasons going back to Ben Higgins which is like yeah. six or seven years ago you now you know what was funny is uh, and I retweeted this from the Roses and Rejections account, which follow by the way, you should follow us at Roses Rejections. But um, so on the paper uh, that that the camera caught, there's uh, Jason uh, retweeted it because they saw his name on it. I noticed. So he that. goes, uh, "Who to emulate? Um, Jason to emulate emulate uh, Jason Tardic. Not your typical bachelor. Wasn't a standout." Ryan, should I be offended or flattered? <laughs> uh, I was like, I was like, Jason. That's a quality tweet by Jason. That is just, such a quality tweet. Just by gonna Jason. throw that out there. That's a, that's a quality tweet. Yep. Um. So yeah, this was. Uh, by the way, th- like two folders, like thick folders. Thick folders. Like, you remember? Speaking of like being a teacher, you remember when you were in seventh grade and you would just shove like everything into a folder and it'd be stuff yeah, no. going back. We had to... different like th- I had like in separate folders for each class that like very neatly showed what my thing. Now what you're talking about is my my college experience where all of my art stuff was shoved into one folder and it was like an inch thick. You know those folders that are like yeah. an inch. He had two of those. He had two of those filled with these notes. Hey fellas. Yeah, you. You know who I'm talking to. Straighten up. Don't slouch. It's bad for you. Keep your eyes on the road. You know what I'm talking about, where, like, when you were in seventh grade and you just had one folder with everything busting out of the <laughs> seams. This, my people are out there. They know what I'm talking about. And that's what this looked like. Um, my dude had, like, the Pentagon papers stashed inside his, um, inside his uh, suitcase. It was nuts. Um, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, so they they had concerns about that. Um, I have, and, to, I have to wonder how how do you think this came up? So I have a theory. I think that a producer 
mm-hmm. heard or saw about this, maybe he was like, oh, yeah, I brought notes. And the producer was like, oh, can I see? And so he went, oh, cool, Ryan. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. And then goes back and is like, guys, you don't even fucking believe this. <laughs> I don't know if he or she goes back to the uh, producer pool or to one of the execs. Like, But this has to go up the chain, right? Yeah. Because it gets to the point where they structured the show around it. Right. Like, like they do a room raiders, or like what if uh, what if they saw someone saw him reading that and was like, well, what's what's that? What's that? What's that? What's that? What you reading? Oh, just some notes I brought. Oh, okay, cool, 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 cool. Okay, I just got these notes. Because like this definitely wasn't clearly wasn't no. happenstance. Well, absolutely, especially because they they only showed it with like two other people. They've never done this before. Yeah, they only showed it with two other people, and they're like, how can we get away with going through his? Stuff without it being like weird that we went through his stuff. And even in the show, they made like a false pretense of it by having other guys be like, "Yeah, we're going through other guys' stuff." So it's all, yeah. "Oh, this guy's got hair product and lotions. Oh, yeah. it seems oh, I like him. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, yeah. look, this guy is very neat. Oh, like him. Blah, blah, yeah, blah, blah, yeah. blah. And we got Ryan. Yep. Who just like psycho shit. So like, you said you felt a couple ways about this. Like, like um. Just in terms of, like, him bringing this stuff. Like, right. how do you feel about it as, like, right. a viewer? So, uh, there was there was a bit of me that was a little conflicted. And the reason being that, like, I'm, I'm the kind of person who takes notes on, like, when I don't know things. Like, I'll take notes. Um, and I felt, I felt a little bad because I think that, like... Maybe just, like, his level of taking notes and the fact that he brought them with him. Like, you should have, like, if he was going to bring any notes at all, which I don't think he should have brought any, but if he was going to bring any at all, it should have been, like, very small amounts. Like, just, like, quick reminders. Some of the things that were read out loud, he did not need to be reminded of. Or, like, to think he didn't need to be reminded of it. It was things like, oh my gosh, like... Remember to act interested like she's yeah. a teacher act interested in that or remember to yeah. be interested in that phrases used by past bachelors include yeah. bum, 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 yeah, yeah. people really seem to like ben higgins he did these yeah. things like i feel like you could take the most important parts of everything in those notes and like get it all on one page and then i found i feel like even if they found it it wouldn't be as overwhelming as finding like two full folders worth of notes because i feel like the sheer amount of notes that he had is jarring alone like regardless of what was on those pages just having two full like folders of it is just like enough to make anyone be like i this is uncomfortable it's also like i'll be a little rude here it's kind of dumb because like let's say he makes the fantasy suites what is he gonna do? Be like, oh, I gotta fucking check my notes to make sure, like, blah blah. Like, you, you like, be yourself. Like, you get that far. Like, I, I get what you're saying. Like, if you want to bring, I don't know, just something to like remind yourself. But like, I was joking with you. Like, all the notes have to be like, be, be honest, be genuine. Yes. Don't lie. Michelle's a peach. Like, <laughs> burn after reading. Like, like that's <laughs> like what you would need. But, like, he has stuff that, like, you get in, like, FBI training. It's like, oh, (laughs) guard leaves post at 10.07 every morning (laughs) to go drop off kid at bus stop. Yeah, right. So, like, so, anyway, this was the biggest thing that happened this episode, by the way. Yeah, so, I I found this interesting, too. So, um, I guess we'll just stay on this topic since we're here, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, they, the the sequencing is, Tasha and um, Caitlin see it. 
And they're like, interesting, bye, Ryan. And they're like, that's kind of weird. That's kind of weird. And, like, obviously all the gears working in the background. Everything's normal. Everything's normal. Guy intros. Ryan gets to do an intro. He rolls up in an ice cream truck, which is one of those, like, big intros. Like, that's a planned big intro. Michelle likes ice cream, and it's a whole bit. Later in the night, they get their one-on-one time. He takes her to the ice cream truck. And then... Caitlin and uh, Tasha pull Michelle over and say, hey, this guy has notes. Yeah. Um, and I, I just have to wonder, and we'll talk about what happens next, but I'm surprised they let it go that far. Mm. Right? Like, it got all the way to one-on-one time. It wasn't like someone was like, oh, Michelle, before we get started, you should know this thing. I wonder if they wanted it to be more conflicting for her to make that decision yeah i mean they were definitely juicing it for the audience oh, yeah. it's like one of those things where, like they did her dirty because like before this happened she seemed like she had some pretty genuine interest yeah she did she seemed interested in him and that's like sad you don't have notes dummy um, um i still have a few more guys intros yeah real sure. quick you can breeze through them. yeah yeah uh peter is the florida pizza guy yeah this guy is giving me like big scummy energy um but interestingly enough, there was like no guy on guy drama in this night one. Yeah, it's true. Um, like nothing. So yeah. maybe it's a cool group of guys. I find them all to be unremarkable, but we'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the. Um... And just real quick on Pete, he had a pretty good intro. He was like, "Arrivederci," like so, like Italian, just like schmaltzy thing. Dude's from Florida, by the way. He throws up a thing of pizza dough and just like falls on the floor. It's like, oh man, this guy came to play. Uh, yep. Love that big Italian energy. Big eye roll for Michelle. Not <laughs> Bachelor Michelle, our Michelle. Yes. Our Michelle. Oh man, it's going to be confusing all season. That is going to be confusing. We'll just have to be clear. We said it during Matt's season two, funnily enough. We were like, it's going to be confusing. Oh yeah. Talk about Michelle, Michelle, because yeah, she went so true. far. Yeah. Um, Michelle, what were you doing in Fantasy Suites? <laughs> Wouldn't you have a bigger question than, what were you doing in Se- Fantasy Suites? Several. That was very calm of you. Um, Rodney came dressed as an apple, and then he compared himself to a Granny Smith, which is a green apple. He was dressed as a red apple. And then later in the one-on-one, Michelle was like, why didn't you compare yourself to any other red apple? She's like, you called yourself a red delicious, uh, a Fuji, a pink lady, a da 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 She said ambrosia. She an knows ambrosia. her apples. No, I know. I, and I thought that too. And, but like. Teacher, duh. But I was like, why, why would you compare yourself to a Granny Smith? That's a green, that's like the one green apple. Now I don't know a lot about apples. I know I like me a good Honeycrisp, which is another one she said. Yeah. And a good Fuji. She, she is a self-proclaimed like, like food, like. She's a foodie. Yeah. She likes food. Um, by the way, why is it the thing with teachers and apples? Was it the depression that's all you could afford to give your teacher? Here's a fucking apple. Well, I don't know. I just know it's because kids don't have a lot of money. Let's so just go Apple. Yeah. Let's look that up. I'm going to look that up later. I'll get okay. back to you guys. Okay. <laughs> no, you don't have to do it right now. Yeah, keep going. Okay. So then Daniel is a firefighter and he rolled up in a toy fire truck. It was very cute. Yeah. He like, it was like one of those little ones that kids sit on and like like walk around in and stuff. Um, and then directly after they, sh- they edit it in a way that... Uh, PJ rolled up in a real fire truck and got out of his fire truck in a like a tux 
And it was funny because the guys were watching from the window. And, um, oh my gosh. And Daniel was like upset because he's like, oh, another firefighter. And, and then the other guy's like, what? And he goes, I rolled up in a toy fire truck. And the other guys just laughed. The siren was going yeah. off. I feel like these guys might like each other. Like, they might just all be cool. I, there's there's got to be some drama eventually, but... Yeah. Not, nothing to look to so far. Um, real quick. Uh, apparently, uh, in between the 16th and 18th centuries, uh, parents throughout Denmark and Sweden would give their kids apples to give to their teachers to make up for their poor wages. Um, oh, Wow. And then, they were literally feeding their teachers. And then in the 18th and 19th centuries, because uh, in America, because apples were such an abundant crop, parents would give their kids to give to the teachers because there were just like apples everywhere. So ah. it's like, here you go. Um, we love our teachers so much. We give them the thing we have the most of that we don't see value in. <laughs> apples. <laughs> so. I love apples. I picked the biggest apple of my life this weekend. That's true, you did. It was like, yeah. it's like, I'm not exaggerating, guys. It's like the size of a grapefruit, this apple. It's apple. like a ginormous friggin' yeah, apple. I that apple before it goes back. I know. I know. I'm just, I like want to savor it. Like, it's so beautiful. We have to like put it in amber or something. I know, right? Um, Anymore, guys? Yes. Um, Brendan rolled up in a bed. Yeah. It was fine. Do you want to talk about the stinger? Since it's related. Yes. So in the stinger, it was... Um, so it was like a bed on wheels. Yeah. Well, yes. He literally rolled up in a yeah. bed. Oh, like yeah, they, good. Yeah. They, they, like someone pushed him up. Like these poor people have to push these guys and stuff. So someone pushed him up in the bed. I think it was Polly. Polly might have pushed him I up. I don't know. He, Polly's one of the producers who's well known in yeah. uh, Bachelor Nation. So um, in the stinger... Tasha got on the bed and Caitlin and Michelle were going to push her and they couldn't push her. And I was thinking to myself, I'm like, oh my God, guys, come on. Like, is that yeah. that? But then they realized that the brakes were on yeah. on the bed. So they did it. And then they just started like pushing each other and like, it was like rolling around a lot. And then Caitlin got on the bed and Polly, right, Paul? Yeah, Polly, Paul. Polly. Got out and like rolled them away, and yeah. it was very funny. He like too. hulked it too. He was yeah. just like because I think one of the wheels came off or something like oh, that. Oh yeah, yeah. So he just like hulked him away, and I, I couldn't hear what they said, but uh, it was a cute. I, I love Paulie. Yeah, he's he's the best. Yeah, and then the um the last little bit of drama for the night, which feels like nothing in comparison to what happened with Ryan, was that there was someone who was on the season. Joe. Joe. Yeah. He had DM'd with Michelle a few times. And I actually think Michelle reached out to him originally. Yes. And they DM'd a few times. And then he ghosted her. And so she spoke with him and was like, well, why did you do that? And he explained, you know, he like... There was a lot of stuff going on back at his hometown that was like very serious relating to like riots and stuff like that. And because it was, it was the George Floyd. Yeah, yeah. Which like, okay. Yeah. So like, and she said like, I understand that, but like, you could have communicated that to me I or fe- said something. I felt odd watching this because it's Joe gives off some interesting vibes. Okay. Very stiff. Yeah, yeah. Very, like, there's something going on. Yeah, like, he's uncomfortable. But, like... Like, it feel, like seems uncomfortable. 
I don't know if he knew that she was going to be the Bachelorette, and that's why she tried out. But, like, you know, the very, like, straightforward, it's like, oh, you know, there's a lot going on with, like, George Floyd stuff. And as soon as he said that, just in my head, it was like a record scratch. And, like, I'm not, like, obviously it's a valid reason, but it's just, like, the way he said it and the way he positioned it and how it, like, was navigating, I just felt kind of weird. Weird how so? Like, this was a weird... I'm not saying he was using it as a get-out-of-jail-free card, but it kind of felt that way because they were both from Minnesota and I think from the area possibly where George, George Floyd was killed. And, like, just the saying, it's like, you know, he could have been, I had a lot going on, I'm, like, really sorry. Like, he didn't own up to it. Like, it was on him. He's like, there was so much going on in the yeah. world that I couldn't message you back. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, there's well, ways okay. to own it where, like, yes. it's on me. Well, that's what Michelle said. Michelle was like... Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Right, like, Michelle was like, you could have, like, it's fine if you weren't, like, ready or, like, there enough to date, but, like, you could have said that to me. Yeah, exactly. Because I think, as most people in the world know, the worst feeling is just getting ghosted by, like, someone. That's an awful feeling for someone, especially if, like, you do go back and forth a few times with conversation and then, like, they just stop. It's awful. You, you know what it feels like? It feels like if that conversation were to happen, and I feel like there was like a TV show that like joked about this, but it's like you ghost me. It's like yeah, nine eleven just happened, and like there's a lot going on. Like like you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like yeah. you're just dropping like a tragedy in the middle of your weird like excuse machine, and it just feels weird. Sure, and like yeah. So I saw where she was coming from. Did he end up getting that last rose? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like. What? I mean, I'm not surprised. Like, she seems, like, interested. I don't know why. Um, I mean, why would she reach out to him in the first place? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's fair. Um, So, I get the Ryan drama. We'll talk about the Ryan drama. Oh, we didn't resolve it. Like, the confrontation, right? Right, okay. So, uh, Taisha and uh, Caitlin tip Michelle off, and she's like, oh, how interesting. So, Michelle confronts Ryan, and it basically gets to the point where Ryan's like, and he must be, in his head, he must have thought the notes were fine. Because he's like, I can take you to my room and yeah. you can read the notes. Yeah. And she's like, I'll take you up on that. And in my head, I'm like, what are you doing? Well, Did I, you burn them? No, like, I, no, I believe, I believe you, when, or not believe you. I agree with you in that I think that he genuinely thought that what the notes were fine. Like, like nothing to see here. Yeah, like... Like, yeah, everyone has two folders of notes that they carry around with them about stuff like this. Everyone cuts out the eyes of women in fashion magazines. See, and then, again, this is where I feel, like, a little weird because, like, because, like, maybe he did genuinely think it was okay. And, like, most of the notes seemed, like, harmless. Like, I think that the notes about, like, these are the way the other guys acted that, like, were, that came across as good, um... I even think that the tropes that are said within Bachelor Nation, there's like BuzzFeed articles that say that. Like, why does it matter that it's in his notes? I don't care about that. The thing that I, the only thing that like really stood out to me that wasn't good was the act like you're impressed. Like, oh, uh, she's a teacher. Act like you're impressed when she talks about this. Like, that's, that should have been in the notes. But like, I don't know. I feel conflicted with this whole, like, it seems like he genuinely was like, this is fine. Everyone has this. And like, but no. I I, was, but I think there's this idea of like, if you should just go on to this dating reality TV show and just be you, like how you were casted, right? Like, use everything they like, got you here. Casted? 
what, with, like, a lot of notes in his, like, back pocket, like, ready to go? Mm, uh, maybe. It's, there it's, are probably people out there who, like, live by, like, planning things out and, like, just being ready. Yeah, I mean, the producers could have been like, oh, my God, this guy's weird enough that we could throw him under the bus night one and just have some, like, juicy television. And, like, you know, I know that's, like, a really cynical take, but I'm not convinced that the producers don't think things like that. Like, True. I'm sure that shit comes up all the time. Yeah. Um, you know, because... That's all they care about, right? It's like ratings, ad dollars, well, on and on and on and on. Um, so, but yeah, I mean, I, either they're like, he'll be a great fit. I mean, he's handsome enough and like, he looks like he could be um, a, 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 like a contestant. One of the things that I found like super weird, so like, they obviously had the camera trained on him and like, he was like going with like these like big like fake smiles. Like Michelle was like coming down he was like, like, these, like, big, uh, toothy, like, fake smiles. And it's like, oh, man, they're just trying to show that this guy's disingenuous. And I think that's what it comes down to. He's, like, disingenuous, right? I think that's a big claim to make. My, my read. In my opinion. So, like, okay. When we were watching Katie's season. Yeah. And uh, Carl yeah, was, like, yeah. being real sketchy. Yeah. I was like, I don't trust him. Because he was actually, like, he was being sketchy. Yeah. This, to me, came across, like, this is, like, a big misunderstanding. Not a misunderstanding, but, like, this is just how this person is, and it doesn't mesh with how you are, and that's fine. But, like, I don't think he's intentionally being sketchy. I think he genuinely thinks doing stuff like this is, like, okay. Well, it also seemed like he was lying when Michelle confronted him. Cause when- I, but I don't think so. Why, why do, what makes you say you think he's lying? Because when, like, when Michelle was talking to him, it's like, so what's the deal with these notes? He's like, oh, like, I don't really watch the show, and my friend, uh, my friend's, like, girlfriend typed up some of these notes, and then when I was going through, blah, 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 and then when I was writing the notes, and then she was like, wait, did you write these notes, or did your friend's girlfriend write these notes? He's like, well, no, it was, like, my thoughts, but she wrote, like, he was so dodgy. But it- when- so there's two folders worth of notes, and I think that it's possible that, like, it was a joint. I just, I didn't get the, I think he was flustered. I don't think, to me, he came across as flustered. It didn't come across as, like, like he was lying. Because, like, I've watched so many men on this show lie, and this, to me, just felt like he was caught off guard and I could understand why he'd be caught off guard if all of a sudden she's getting upset or defensive over these things that he thought was okay. Yeah. If you've never been in a scenario where you thought something was fine and then your partner, and I can say yes, you have. <laughs> There's your partner, a difference here. Your partner, like, doesn't think it's okay, and then suddenly you're, like, thrown off and, like, you're confused and, like, upset. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I, I think at the end of the day, like, for what he did, bring this, like, and, like, to be fair, like, dozens of pages of notes yeah. to this, it's, like, at worst... It's, like, really creepy and deceptive and, like, borderline manipulative with, like, the act like you're interested. And at best, it's, like, a dumb thing to do. Yeah. Like, don't, like, don't do this, man. Like, right. just, like, be you. Put on a little right. post-it note. Like, you can do it with a little cat hanging yeah. in there. Like, that should be your mantra, right? A little, like, just, like, a little thing, like, a little mirror. You're great. Like, I am great. Like, that's all you need. Like, this shit's just like, I don't know, it's weird. Yeah. I feel like 99% of women, you put that in front of, it's like, fuck. Like, rip. Um, yeah, so, so, needless to say, she sent him home. And he was like, is like, she's like, 
you know, with this many red flags, I don't think we can continue. And he did the like, just give me one chance. And uh, I, I'm alarmed that you're not seeing uh, these red flags. Is there anything I could do? Again, I would like you to go, like, okay. Like, he didn't go gracefully. It was like, please, please. All right. I'm just saying. I'm saying. I don't. I I don't think it came across like that. I think that, again, I think it was more like a, I think he wanted a chance to be able to explain himself or prove himself because I, I think he was caught off guard with how badly this landed with her. Because think about it. Just think about it for a second. If he thought, if he knew this was as bad as it came across as, you think he would have invited her up to go look at them? That's why I think he's kind of dumb. I don't think he's dumb. I just think... You know, he thinks about things differently. That doesn't make him dumb. I'm shocked you're extending this much empathy toward him. I don't know. It just because it doesn't feel manipulative to me. And like after Thomas in Katie's season and Carl in Katie's season, and just because those were the most recent seasons that I remember the stuff, like those felt manipulative or dodgy and weird and stuff. And this just felt like this was a misunderstanding. He genuinely didn't realize how this would come across to her. Because I really think that he thought, like, oh, this will, this is fine. Like, these are just my notes. Maybe she'll be impressed that I, like, am so studious over it. You know, she's a teacher. Notes, yeah, maybe she'll love my thoughts on Ben Higgins and Jason. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so, but I don't know. It's just... And then when she said, like, you know, these are red flags to me. And he was like, well, can you give me a chance to prove myself that these like that these aren't or like you give me a chance to prove myself i don't it didn't come across as begging to me it came across like a i think he i really just genuinely think he wanted to be able to prove himself to her um so yeah it's i don't know i think honestly in my opinion i think i think it's kind of a bad edit so i opened his profile yeah and the bachelor thing so a couple uh uh, like snippets Ryan is a planner who creates lists for all endeavors he pursues that includes the love of his life uh, Ryan is obsessed with ice cream trucks hey Ryan loves spreadsheets this does feel a little heavy handed this feels a little heavy handed I, I love it I love it I love it I love it uh, so yeah well goodbye Ryan yeah creepo in uh, my opinion <laughs> You made that abundantly clear. I have. Um, that's like everything that happened. Yeah, it was a pretty whatever first. It was standard. I not a lot of drama between the guys. Time will tell. Um, I will say though, talking about the preview for this season on The Bachelor, no like bombs. It doesn't seem to be any bombs yet. No fence jump. No book my flight home. Yeah. No, there's like so maybe just maybe. When they cast, like, quote-unquote regular people who aren't, like, out of their mind. Not saying that every lead's been out of their mind, but anyway. Um, maybe just things kind of carry out nicely. And maybe that'll be nice. Who knows? Um, so, thoughts on the first episode? Um, I thought it was fine. It was... It was very fine. I love her. I think she's perfect. I'm very excited to see, like, the dates that they show in the trailer seem like they're going to be a lot of fun. So yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Because she seems like, um, like, she likes doing, like, activities and stuff. Yeah. I, I found her to be a little stiff. 
in I, this episode. I just and think she was nervous. Oh yeah, and there's like not a knock. This is not a knock. It's just my observation is like a watcher, right? Television watcher, whatever. I found her to be a little stiff. My guess is to your point. I bet she's more comfortable in those activity-based scenarios because we saw that with Matt, right? Yeah. Like we know that she's not like like just a rigid piece of plywood. Like right. we know she has depth to her and is like an interesting person. But I think like this kind of like with the entrances and everything, probably overwhelmed, probably nervous, came off a little stiff. That's fine. We're moving on, and I am excited to see where this goes. And, like, what potential drama bombs will happen throughout the season. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, you got a, you got any fashion corner? Um, yes. So, I liked... Uh, I liked Michelle's dress, but there was... The thing that I didn't understand is that... So, Michelle's very in shape. I would kill to be even kind of that in shape. She's got, like, an athlete's body. Yeah, she has, like, another... She's not, like, super toned, but, like... She's very, like, in shape. Okay, that being said, the dress that she was wearing squeezed her, like, her hips. And the way that the band was tight around her waist, it, like, pulled her skin in. Yeah. And it made her, like, it made it look like her skin was, like, like, squeezing over, like, flabbing over. Yeah. And it didn't, I'm like, why would you pick, why would you do this? Like, she's, like, she has such a good figure and the dress was like all like rhinestones or like it was like a like a shimmery it was like a sequins rhinestone it wasn't all rhinestones it didn't look like fabric it literally looked like pieces of metal yeah made into a dress i didn't mind the fabric of it uh, because i like sparkly things Mm. but it was the it was the cut around the waist and the the tightness on the side that i didn't I just don't understand. The, yeah, like, it made like a shirt. half moon window from like the yeah, yeah, armpit yeah. down to the hip, and it was just like it's a weird place yeah. for negative space. Just like fill that in the, with dress. The one time I saw a dress like that be really effective was someone who was cosplaying as Jessica Rabbit. Oh, I could see that. Yeah, because yeah. it was meant to be like an optical illusion, like that really, really tiny waist that Jessica Rabbit has, and yeah. I was like, that's clever. But, um, but in a scenario like this, it it was just. It was like too, it just seemed too tight on her. I didn't even mind the cut. It was just the fact that it was too tight on her hip that I was like, "Why'd you do this?" Yeah. Um. Uh, the we already spoke about the uh, Jack Russell who was wearing the white with the black. Yeah. Um. Caitlyn and uh, Tasha's dresses. Both both in black. Uh, Tasha had a two piece dress that was sequins and the like a mini skirt but there was like a long like sash that came down from the mini skirt that was nice and caitlin bristow had this black dress on that had this arm like this sleeve like kind of a mesh sleeve that mm-hmm. had like swiss dot on it hers is my favorite um, Caitlyn's yeah. is my favorite dress yeah it looks nice it was really nice um i like that they both come in black and like they're just yeah. like um almost like not stage like the stagehands who like are kind of like yeah. there, but they're like hitting because they're wearing black. Oh, you know who I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, like the crew, crew. Like the stage yeah, crew. yeah. Uh, so they did a bit where Caitlin and uh, Tasha were like hiding behind a plant, like yeah. looking at what was behind going the bush. on. Yes. And when like the guy with no pants came on, like Tasha was like, yeah. or um, Caitlin was like, Tasha, that man forgot his pants, or like something like yeah. that. No, um, and I definitely read this before, but it was Tasha uh, who right. said. The man forgot his pants, the man, Caitlin. The man forgot his pants, Caitlin. But like, right, but like that bit mm-hmm. that um, yeah. And I, like, okay, I wasn't a fan, not of the commentary. The commentary was fine, 
what I wasn't a fan of was like them like peeking behind a bush, like, oh, what's going on? Like, I think this works if you put them in like a smoking lounge with like monitors and they could like do like a commentary. Like, I, I think that works instead of like pretend spying like, I on think the thing. It's fun, the pretend spying. It's it's very like um like what friends would do. Like if you're on a date, like you know, like peek out and spy. Whereas like the it's so like disconnected. The oh, they're sitting in a room watching it on a TV with their like. With their wine glasses staring yeah. at No, that's not fun. It's fun to watch them peeking out from behind a bush and, like, staring at them to see what happens. And, like, but you know why it's more fun? Because, like, they're like, is that a this? Is it, like, what's happening? Like, because they don't, they don't, like, know. And you're just, it's, like, it's fun. Yeah. It's just fun, DJ. <laughs> so, Clayton, when he came in, bought, brought, like, um... A ruler. A, yeah, he brought, like, one of those, like, long ones. Like, a, yeah, like yeah. a yardstick or whatever. Um, and, oh, God, it was, like... Punish me, Michelle. It was weird. <laughs> um, and then they thought he was a teacher. They're like, oh, he must be a teacher because he brought out a ruler. And see, but like that's funny. And they wouldn't think that if they had front row seats in a smoking lounge. <laughs> I like it. Oh, weird. Weirdo. Um, best part, worst part? Hmm. Okay. Best part. There's a. It was a good episode, um, but the best part for me was one of the contestants was driving down, and while he was driving, there was a puppy in the car with him going on this road trip, do you remember? And there was one scene where it was nighttime, and they showed the dog was curled up into like a ball, and his head was on the um, the thing in the middle. The is it an entertainment center in the middle? Like what's the, the console? The, the console, console in the middle of a car, and his head was up there. And I just remember being like, "Oh, it's so cute." And again, not to say that the whole rest of the episode wasn't good. I just get really highs from dogs. Um, and then worst part, I really the argument between um, Michelle and Ryan. Ryan, yeah, agreed. That's... Yeah, like it was just like uncomfortable, and like it took up a lot of time, and I don't know. I felt weird. Uh, no, that's fair. Uh, my best part, the, the who, which guy was it with the, the, the platter? The, the, uh, that platter. was Chris. Nope. Rick. Rick. <laughs> Tiny Rick. Uh, Tiny yeah, that was my favorite. It's spooky season. It's bitches. spooky season. Bitches. Um, did he know it would air around Halloween time? Um, what, what a visionary. Um, and the only thing we forgot to mention uh, before we give our final roses is Michelle did give her first impression rose to Nate. Yes. Um, Nate is... Nate was the first one out of the limo. That, that he And he was. made that bad Nate pun. He said, better Nate, Nate than, than never. never. Which is not good. Which is rigid as hell. Yeah. When she gave him the first impression rose, she said, nothing but Nate. Yeah. Like, nothing but Nate. Yes. Was much better. Also, Nate was the one with the dog. Nate was the so, one with the dog? Yeah. Ah, yeah. Nate. All yeah. right. I'm he's, pulling for Nate. He's from Austin, Texas. I, I think by ways of um, Canada. Okay. Like, he's like, I'm originally from Canada, but Austin, Texas. There's one guy who's uh, from Nova Scotia, uh, Chris G. He has like no accent. <laughs> yeah. There's like a little bit like the way he says like about, but yeah. like the, besides that, yeah, he sounds like, <laughs> I almost said normal. He sounds the wow. of that accent. Um... <laughs> Um, and then one last shout out to Olu, 
27 IT analyst from Newark, New Jersey. Quote, unquote. Some insider info. He's from Woodland Park, New Jersey, which is where Michelle and I live. Yeah. So I don't think Olu's going to go far, but I'm fucking pulling for Olu. <laughs> I love Olu. Uh, I know nothing about him. But interesting that they picked Newark. Were they like, yeah, this is one of the two New Jersey towns that like all of America knows. Is it? Well, because you fly into Newark. Oh, valid. Yeah. Oh, maybe. And then that and, makes um, me think... And Sopranos took place in Newark. That makes me think, like, are all these people actually from these places? Like... Yeah, right. Are no, you actually from Brooklyn or are you from Astoria and you're just saying yeah. Brooklyn because people don't know where Astoria is? Like, are you from Miami or are you from, like, Fort Lauderdale, yeah, right? right? Like, you know, did they right? just pick... Um, but I really do think Newark is just one of the... Like, if you, like, stop someone somewhere and be like, name a town in New Jersey, you'd be like, uh, Newark? Like, yeah. I think that's just one of them where you just, like... What, are, what other towns are... Okay, wait, just real quick, fun... Now, maybe this isn't a good question for you. Maybe this is a better question for me. But if you were to say, like, what towns are in New Jersey to, like, someone who's not native to New Jersey... Yeah, someone who's not from New Jersey. Gosh. Like, what towns do you think they'd be able to, to like, know? That's a tough one. Isn't it? I, I like, like, Newark's a bit, like, Patterson, maybe? Maybe. I don't know, so like, like, and even that's, like, sketchy. Right. I'm like, what are, like, the big ones? The um, New Brunswick, maybe? Because that's where Rutgers is, yeah. possibly. Um... And like Teaneck, maybe. Uh, like, yeah, like, See, for okay. The the only one that's like has some weird um, cult following is uh, Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. Yeah. The White Castle they're trying to go to is in Cherry Hill. Oh, it, like Cherry that's Hill, New like Jersey. Old. That's like bar stuff. trivia yeah. And stuff. So yeah, I really think like Newark is like the one. So and that because the airport that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I, I don't know if we have any. Oh, uh, Atlantic what? City. Oh, duh, we're so dumb. Right? <laughs> we're so dumb! There are people screaming into their, their devices. cars and their devices. Atlantic City! Atlantic City! It's Atlantic City! It's New Jersey! It's definitely Atlantic City. Yeah. yeah. Probably one Atlantic City, two Newark, I would say. Of, like, top two. Also, what are the other beach... Like, so Cape May's in New Jersey, maybe Cape May. Like, I, well, if people watched, like, Jersey Shore, yeah. like, Seaside, right? Seaside, like, yeah, Seaside Heights. Oh, my God. That That's was, like, the Jersey. biggest thing, like, like, real quick. So, like, I want to say probably 2009 to 2012 range. If I went anywhere, like, to other parts of the country, I'm from New Jersey. Seaside? Like, that's the first thing someone would shoot back. Because uh, Jersey Shore was so big, and that's all people could, like, relate yeah. with New Jersey. I bet, like, if, like, I was of that age when the Sopranos were out, it would have been, like, Newark. Like, yeah. that's just, like, how it would go. When when I went to places like South Carolina around that time, and we yeah. were like, oh, well, we're from New Jersey. You'd be like, oh, Jersey Shore, Jersey. Yeah, and I'd exactly, be like, yeah. I'd be like, I hate this. <laughs> I had, like, a guy I'd be like, oh, you're from Seaside. I'm like, yeah, I'm from Seaside. Yep. The one town in New Jersey. That's it. Like, oh, New my New Jersey God. is just one big beach town. <laughs> All of New Jersey. All yeah. of it. Yeah. I still got one Atlantic City, two Newark, and then, you know, all these other ones yeah. fall off after that. So, but anyway, Olu. Pulling for Olu. Yeah. That'd be funny if they were like, Olu, Atlantic City, New Jersey. Like, yeah, <laughs> close enough. That's, that's right by there. At least Newark is closer to Woodland Park. We should see if we can hit this guy up when he comes back. Oh, He's probably maybe. back already. You know, slide Maybe he DMs. won. Oh my god! What if we get him on the podcast? There's no way. That'd be I'm gonna great. do some research. You I'm gonna do, do some research. Yeah, why not? All right. Well, pull. We are pulling for you, Olu. Not just because we want to get you on the podcast right from the get go, but like definitely because we want to get you on the podcast right from the get go. That would be such a get. Um. So 
Alrighty. Um, <laughs> <laughs> enough of that nonsense. Um, final rows. Who are your final rows to this week? Um, this is a hard one. Do you have one? This is like a really weird... Str- uh, see, I, I have like a real one and like a fake one. So okay. the fake one I want to give to Polly because of the stinger. Yeah. But that feels like a cop-out. Okay. So Polly gets like a corsage. He gets, he gets <laughs> okay. like a little... Or like a here. Yeah, he, okay. gets, he gets like a little thing. But I'm going to give my rose to... Oh, man. This, this is like really tough. Like none of the guys like wowed me. Um, I'm going to give it to... Like Nate, I guess? I don't know. Um... Oh, Will's here twice. Look at that. Oh, oh, wow. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I guess I'll give it to Nate. I don't know. None of the guys, like, really. No, I'll give it to Rick. I'll give it to Rick. Okay. Rick gave me my, like, big, genuine laugh that I love. Give it to Rick. Okay. You go, Rick. How about you? I've stalled enough. Well, then I'll give it to Nate because of his cute dog. <laughs> Actually, I'll give it to Nate's dog. Nate's dog. Oh, man. Wow. <laughs> big day for Nate's dog. <laughs> I love this dog so much. He's such a cutie patootie. Oh. Alrighty, well, um, that's it for us. Yep. Um, we will see you next week. Next you- week, we're back on weekly basis, friends. Yes, and you can follow us at Rose's Rejections on Twitter. At Rose's Rejection, no, at Rose's Rejections on that's Twitter. It. It's late. <laughs> um, yeah, the Tuesday schedule is going to mess us up because we're probably going to be recording the night of, so everything will be fresh, but we'll be loopy and delirious. Yes, might be more fun for you guys, maybe. Yeah. Um, Check out everything else on the um, Pop Break uh, TV cast. Um, you got Live, Laugh, Lovely. You got... Um, what are the other ones, Michelle? You I know usually, all these. I'm usually the ones who plugs Live, Laugh, Lovely. Um, there's the the TV... The TV cast, The TV yeah. casts. Yep. The the movie cast probably movie covering cast. Dune. I don't know if they covered Squid Game. Speaking of Squid Game, you could go to uh, my other podcast, Mostly Nitpicking, where we just did an episode on Squid Game. Gave all of our hot Squid Game thoughts. Michelle, you love Squid Game. I do love Squid Game. I thought it was really good. I would say, if you guys haven't seen Squid Game, watch it immediately because it's amazing. But we're also getting to the point now where just like Squid Game spoilers are just like in pop culture. Dude. Like SNL just did a skit that spoiled all of Squid Game. It was like the whole Squid Game. Like it was like it, it went over like some of the biggest games and stuff, and it was very it was a little surprising. I was like, wow, I can't believe you know, they're just showing everything, um, especially the fact that Pete Davidson is in Squid Game. Crazy, <laughs> yeah, it's um, crazy. So if you haven't watched it, like watch it now because you're gonna you you're gonna it. get spoiled. Also, it's like a real easy watch after like episode two, in that you won't be able to stop. Like you can't. It's so good. All right, so. We got Live, Laugh, Lovely, yep. The Anniversary TV Brothers, TV Break, Roses and Rejections. That's us. <laughs> um, all that and more. Uh, goodbye to all that. So yeah, check it out on the Pop Break TV feed. Um, thank you everyone for listening and we will see you next week. Bye guys. We love you.